0: Thank you for listening to the New Life Church podcast. If you need any information about our church or if you'd like to give online, please visit us at newlifekingman.com. Good morning and God bless you. We are streaming uh, this morning's service, Wednesday night service, and then the following Sunday service as well online because uh, several families in our church have tested positive for COVID, including Pastor John and Kathy. Uh, Just so you know, uh, the pools are at home uh, recuperating. They neither one have a fever and uh, just some congestion, and so uh, just wanted you to know that, that they're doing well at home recuperating, and want to pray for them and also for anybody else who has been affected or just in need of healing in any way. This morning, I want to preach and and before I do I just really need to say welcome to all of you who are online viewing. Uh, God bless you, God love you. I believe God's going to do something uh, as you view this whether it's uh, uh, Sunday morning or sometime later but I'm going to uh, preach what I've entitled uh, Omni God OMNI God omni God. Now, the word omni is a Latin word that means all. And there are three omni words used to describe God that we're going to look at today. And the first of these is God is omniscient. What that means is, is that God is all-knowing. He is the original know-it-all. Now, when I say God is a know-it-all, I don't mean it in the ob- obnoxious sense. Probably all of us have known someone who was a know-it-all, and they were just kind of annoying and irritating. Uh, some years ago, I had a, a missionary friend, a missionary acquaintance uh, that, uh, in Kenya that was really a self-proclaimed know-it-all. You couldn't tell this guy anything that he didn't know. Uh, He he was obnoxious. If you were talking about something, anything. He uh, had a line that he used over and again, and that was, and he had this big baritone voice, and he would say, well, you see, I know that. And so it kind of became a joke with us about the, because he always had uh, a sense of what we were saying before we even said it. He knew it. He knew it all. And so uh, when I say that God is a know it all, that he is all knowing, and that is part of his nature, it isn't like that guy. He is not annoying. God is not annoying, but he is all knowing. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13, it says, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of Him to whom we must give account. So I want you to say this with me where you are. God knows. Now, this can make some people nervous and really for good reason. There are people who have not yet accepted Christ uh, who are one day going to give an account uh, for every bad thing, every sin they have ever done. God knows it all. Every sin, every lie, everything bad they've done to other people, every bad thought they've had, everything. And the day is coming when folks are going to give an account for every sin. Now, for the person uh, who has not given their lives to Christ, this is going to be the worst nightmare imaginable. Uh, Eternal judgment is no joke. People joke about it. They say, well, you know, I've heard people say, you know, I really wouldn't want to go to heaven because none of my friends would be there. All of my friends are going to be in hell, and we'll just have a big party. It's not going to be a party. Some sing about Hell, like it's no big deal. Uh, ACDC saying, I'm on the highway to hell. And thank God I am not on the highway to hell, and I believe uh, you are not either. Eternal judgment is no joke, separated forever from everything that is good. Jesus said, There will be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. For those who haven't been saved, it's going to be horrible to think that they are going to give account to the all-knowing God. Everything will be uncovered and laid bare. That's the bad news for those that are not saved. But listen, the gospel is good news, and the good news is that Jesus died in our place, uh, and we can ask him to forgive us of our sins, and he will. The time to give our lives to Christ is right now. And I want to break just for a moment. If you're viewing and you've never given your life to Christ or you're away from Him, I want you to just pray this prayer with me out loud where you are and just ask Christ to come into your life. He will forgive you even now. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I have sinned and come short of what you had planned for my life. I ask you to forgive me. I thank you for dying on the cross in my place so that I could know you and have forgiveness and that you could wipe away all of my sin. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. You see, this morning... Judgment isn't something that the born-again believer needs to be afraid of. If you've just prayed that prayer, you don't have to fear judgment day. When we think of omniscient, all-knowing God, it shouldn't unnerve us. In Colossians 2, verse 13, it says, When you were stuck in your old sin dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive right along with Christ. Think of it all sins forgiven. And so we do not have to be afraid. Those of us who have asked Christ into our lives, we need not fear judgment day because Jesus has forgiven our sins, uh, and not only that, the Bible says he's forgotten about them. Somebody should say, yay, God bless you. God is all-knowing, and what that means is uh, he knows what we're going through in our life. He knows whatever temptation we're facing. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 and 16, it says, For we do not have an high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us, therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now it's interesting that these two verses follow that verse we read earlier in Hebrews 4:13 where it talks about all things being uncovered and laid bare before him. Listen, for us as believers, this shouldn't freak us out, uh, but it should encourage us in that God knows everything we're going through, and when we're tempted, uh, He isn't pushing us away, but He's actually wanting us to draw near. He tells us to come boldly to Him in the time of need for His grace to help. He knows what we're going through. He knows the trouble we're facing. In 2 Corinthians 12, Paul talks about something he'd been going through, and he's asked God three times uh, about it. And God responds with the following words in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. And he says, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now I used to look at this verse and think that God was almost like saying, you know, you're Paul you you're just going to have to live with it but I'm not at all sure that that's what God was saying here. I think that what God is saying is even when we feel weak and unequal to what is going on in our lives, God pours His grace and power to help us get through it or see us out of it. God is omniscient, He is the all-knowing God, and what that means is whatever we are going through, He knows. You know, sometimes the hardest thing about dealing with stuff we're facing in our lives is we wonder, does anyone even get this? Does anyone know what I'm going through? And I want you to know, God knows. He is omniscient. He is all-knowing. God knows. The second word that is used uh, to describe God is that he is omnipresent. God is omnipresent. His omnipresence means he is all-present, always-present. We are never on our own. Now, I had an experience uh, some years ago uh, when I was living as a missionary in Malawi that is very memorable about uh, the the omnipresent God. I had gone out with a, a pastor, uh, Charles, to a village out in the, in the bush in, in Malawi to preach on a Sunday morning. We were driving in my uh, Nissan uh, pathfinder four wheel drive, but as we were on this road, it was kind of built up and had kind of fell off on each side of the road and There was a light rain, and that mud road started getting slick and As I went around a curve, I did, that car just slid off and and buried on the side of the road i mean it was uh, I tried rocking it back and forth, but we were Completely buried, even in four-wheel low, I couldn't get out. And so Charles said, "Well, Pastor, he says I'm uh, the church is over there, and so he says I'm going to walk and get some men to come help get us out." Well, in Africa, when somebody says something is over there, it can mean uh, 500 yards or it can mean five miles. So uh, I watched as Charles walked on, off, and over a hill, and there I am all out in the in the middle of the bush, all alone, nobody else around. And, you know, it, it can make you feel a little vulnerable. All, the only person that was around was, was, there was a little boy that was herding uh, about four cows. He had a stick, and he was taking these cows off somewhere else to pasture or something. And so he was walking by, and I I spoke to him. I greeted him in, in uh, Chichawa, their language, uh, and his eyes got big and he kind of just ran off with those cows. I think he had been told some uh, bad stories about uh, white guys, you know, and, and he ran off and didn't say anything. And so here I am in the middle of the bush, all alone, and as I was there, I just began to pray and begin to praise God. And I will never be able to fully express the feeling that came over me as I was praying and praising God all alone, and yet while I was doing that, the presence of God just came in on me, and I realized something, and that was that even though I was all by myself and it seemed like maybe a vulnerable place, uh, God was with me. I wasn't alone. No matter where I was or what was going on, God was with me. And, and uh, it was an incredible experience uh, with the omnipresent God. And so Charles, uh, I think a couple hours went by. He came back with some of the guys from the church. They literally picked that uh, uh, Pathfinder up and put it back on the road. We went, and I'm telling you, we had church that day. I had an experience of God being with me, the omnipresent, all-present God. You know, one of the best things that we can know about God is that He's always there. The last words recorded in the Gospel of Matthew uh, were by Jesus, and He said in Matthew 28, and verse 20, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In Hebrews 13, verse 5 in the Amplified, it says, For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not... I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down, or relax my hold on you, assuredly not. See, that is a confidence we need to have in our lives, and that is no matter what is going on around us, uh, God is there. His omnipresence means uh, that nothing can separate us from him. He's always there. Uh, His omnipresence means whatever it is we're facing. We're not facing it alone. In Isaiah 43, verse 1 through 3, the Word of God says, fear not, for I've redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you and through the rivers they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Thank God for that. God is the omnipresent, all-present God. Whatever it is, that you are facing today, whatever it is that I am facing, we never face it alone because he is always there, and knowing he is there makes all the difference. Finally, the last word I want to just look at briefly is that God is omnipotent. Now, omnipotent means that God is all-powerful. In Jeremiah 32, verse 27 It says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Now that is a question every one of us needs to answer for ourselves. Is there anything too hard for God? And your and my response needs to be, there's nothing too hard for God. He is all-powerful. He is a miracle-working God. God. He still works miracles today. Now, Christmas is just two weeks away. The first Christmas when Jesus was born was a display and a demonstration of the miraculous power of God. The angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and told her. You are going to have a child, a son. He is going to be called Jesus. He is the Son of God. And Mary responded by saying, Well, how is this even possible? She says, I have never been with a man like that. And uh, the angel told her the Holy Spirit was going to come upon her and then followed up with these words in Luke chapter 1 and verse 37 uh, and said, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And this is Mary's response. She said, behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word and so the first Christmas was all about God's omnipotence his power to make what is impossible and from that time until now, because of Jesus, we can know that God not only knows what we're going through, not only does He understand all things, He's always there, but also His power is there to do something about our circumstances. And God expects us to believe that He can do anything, that He is omnipotent, all-powerful. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This is a necessity in our lives. And in these days and in these times, we must believe. We must believe that God is is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is. Whatever it is that we're going through, whatever need that we have, God is able. If it's a physical need that we have, God is powerful enough to heal us. We have had people in our church healed from everything, from a headache to cancer. And you know this morning or whatever you're watching this, God is a healer from something even like COVID-19. He is the Lord who heals us, and we can ask and receive his healing, and we're going to do that this morning. Whatever financial need that we have, God is powerful enough to supply. Whatever emotional need we have, God is powerful enough to help us with it. There are those in our church who have been freed from years of of being hounded by depression or anxiety or anger, and God has set us free because He is the omnipotent, all-powerful God. He is able in our lives, and I pray that as you are viewing this today, you sense the ability of God towards you. He is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. And so, just to wrap this up, God is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows this morning. He is omnipresent. He's always present. He is always there. God is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. He is not only uh, knows, he not only is there, but he is there to do something to help us. He knows what we're going through. He's there with us in it, and he's there to do something about it. And I want to pray with you right now. If you just bow your head with me and close your eyes, I want to pray for the needs that are in our lives today. Lord, we thank You for who You are. Thank You that You are the omniscient, all-knowing God. You know what we're going through, Lord. Thank You that You are omnipresent. You are always with us. You are always present, and You are omnipotent. God, You are powerful. There is nothing that is impossible with you. You are here in our lives to do something to help us. And I just pray for everyone that's that's listening. God, I pray your healing on those that are in need of healing. We take authority over COVID, and thank you for healing flowing in bodies, for any other affliction, God, whatever it might be, sickness, uh, go in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for those who may have emotional needs and, and are dealing with anger or anxiety or depression, for that to go in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you are all-powerful. You are able, and you are able in our lives, and we thank you in advance for what you have done, what you're going to do, and for what you have done today. We believe you and we trust you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. God bless you. I uh, hope you tune in again on Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock, or sometime during the week for that service that will be uh, recorded. It will stream live Wednesday at 7 o'clock and then the following weekend again at 10.30. God bless you. God love you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the New Life Kingman podcast. Can't wait to see you next week.